Are you ready to dip in? Welcome to Season 2 of the Divine Intervention Podcast, where your hosts, Freya and Holly, bringing you the pod where lifestyle meets spirituality. Let's chat about personal growth, navigating life, and raising our vibrations together. New episodes dropping every week. Woo! Let's take the plunge. Welcome back to episode 3 of the Divine Intervention Podcast, season 2. Today we will be talking about turning the big 3-0, turning 30, oh my god. Turning 30 is such a big turning point of your life, I think, and I think it's a great topic for us to chat about, Freya, because you are 29, about to turn 30, and I am approaching 33. So yeah, we have a bit of someone in the midst of it and myself coming out the other side of it, so yeah. This was the first birthday in my life where I probably felt a little bit bittersweet and I felt like I was getting a bit older, I must say. So Holly, I can use all your guidance for this exciting but nerve-wracking time ahead. Let's get started, though, with the astro news of the week. Okay, so a couple of days ago, we had Mercury moving into Capricorn. Now, we've had so much Capricorn energy in the last couple of weeks, uh, but having Mercury come through Capricorn is really beneficial for us because Mercury is the planet of communication, and so our communication with others is going to be taking on more of a grounded perspective. It's going to be more practical. At times when Mercury is coming through an earth sign like Capricorn, it comes with an air of caution though, to not come across too blunt, not come across too to the point, if you know what I mean, because Capricorn energy can be very much go-getter energy, very practical, can remove those emotions and just get straight to the point and at times be a little bit blunt. And so I guess we should be mindful at this point in time whilst our communication can be very on track to be grounded, it can be practical, it can be in line with our goals. We also need to be mindful of how this is coming across to others. The other big thing that's happening in the sky this week is over the weekend, the sun will be moving into Aquarius. Yay, Yay! Aquarius season! So with the sun moving out of Capricorn and into Aquarius, this brings a lot more fun into the air. I guess it lifts the energy a little bit. Aquarius is an air sign, so it's a great time to be social, chat, brainstorm ideas. And Aquarius is also the embodiment of the individual. So it's now coming into the season where it's time for you to dress the way you want to dress, take on hobbies that embody who you really are. It's time to take a few risks, just like be your wild and wacky self. You say dress the way you want, but we recently went down this rabbit hole of dressing as your Venus sign. We have to do an episode of this because it's so interesting. But I do love that we're in Aquarius season. I feels a little bit lighter than Capricorn season, even though I'm a Capricorn, of course. It's just nice to really embrace who you are and just march to the beat of your own drum. We'll definitely bookmark that Venus sign to do with your fashion and how you dress. We'll book that, mark that to talk at another time because I think that's fascinating. So interesting. But yes, Aquarius, it's, t- it's time for you to really dig in deep and find out who you truly are and start to embody that without caring what anyone else thinks. Be a little bit of a rebel. That's what Aquarius is all about. I love that. And as per usual, it ties in so nicely with the card for the week, which is all about protecting your own boundaries. So this week I pulled a card from an Oracle deck. It's called the Magical Spirit Oracle, The Brilliance of You by Alexis Reckon. The card that I pulled for this week is number nine and it's the Protectress. 
And the message of the card is your energy is valuable. Protect it well. Like I said before, this card is all about setting boundaries and embracing your own strength. Your strength and self-magic are desired and admired by people who unconsciously seek to leech this energy from you as they have not cultivated it within themselves yet. They live filled with fear and insecurity while you are in a space of self-trust and connection. Be precious with your energy and set fierce boundaries. Energy is a high form of currency, just as time is, and must not be wasted on insignificant things or undeserving people. This can create stagnation. Sometimes others can unintentionally cast curses when they have feelings of jealousy towards us. Again, they don't mean this maliciously. They are in a space of lack and scarcity, where the ego convinces us that there isn't enough for everyone. There may be someone who you need to protect yourself from, whether spiritually or energetically. Not to worry, you can easily do this. Which is such an interesting message about us setting our boundaries, celebrating who we are, but protecting who we are at the same time. You will see that when you step into the true light of yourself, that perhaps some people around you react funny to that. Or perhaps you have a new venture and you notice that people that are close to you are not really supporting you. This is the time to really think, do the people around me lift me up, support me and celebrate me? Or am I leaking negative energy towards them? So interesting. Wow, this is a real hard-hitting card. I I love it though. It's deep. Yeah, I really love it for the third week of 2024 as well because, you know, we've talked a lot about shedding 2023 and setting light, positive, reach for the stars type goals for this year and doing a bit of an energetic audit on yourself and your life and your surroundings can be really helpful to strip away what no longer serves in order to make way for those goals and those dreams to really flourish so yeah protecting your energy hey it's a big one absolutely protect your energy in 2024 this is the week ahead the week ahead okay let's dip into this episode of navigating the big 3-0 the big 30 and something that springs to mind for me when I think about turning 30 is an astrological event called the Saturn return And so the Saturn return occurs in your life when Saturn, the planet, returns to the place in the sky that it was when you were born. And now Saturn takes 28 to 30 years to do a full orbit. And so this is why your first Saturn return happens between those ages of about 28 to about 31 to 32. So it's like a three to four year journey. And Saturn is the planet of hard work, discipline, responsibilities, and he really comes into our life to kind of flip the table, turn our world upside down to make sure that we're on track to achieve what we want to achieve in this lifetime. He asks us, are we sticking to our morals? Are we willingly heading in the direction that we want to, or are we ignoring it? Are we getting distracted? So he then turns around and puts challenges on our path to redirect us. And we often find that this Saturn return period is quite a hard time in our life, but it's also exciting. You know, big changes tend to happen. And we often find that when we come out the other side of the Saturn return at around age 32, we look back and we go, wow, my life is so different from when I was 28. And so we might be in a different job. We might have left a relationship or begun a new relationship. We might have shed some old friendships and welcomed in new friendships. We might be living on the other side of the world. And so 
a lot of huge things happen during the Saturn return. So that is something that I definitely had to mention in this episode of Navigating Turning 30. So interesting. I believe that I'm in my Saturn return. Well, you've confirmed it for me um, because I turned 29 a couple of weeks ago, but obviously it started already a little while ago. It obviously is no coincidence that this comes at such an interesting, pivotal time in our lives. I feel like coming to your late 20s or maybe even mid-20s, you just transform so much as a person You become much more confident often. You don't really care too much what other people think of you anymore, whereas usually around that 18, 19, 20 mark, you're still very much figuring out who you are, what you want to do, what do you like, what do you not like. In the late 20s, you just become a bit more formed, I guess, and a bit more confident. So it's a good time for the Saturn return to come because you probably can connect much more to who you really are in your authentic higher self instead of making decisions based on external factors around you. Because I felt like I was definitely receptive to that when I was a bit younger. Um, I was obviously studying law and I really felt from all the people around me, even though they maybe not necessarily said it, I was like, I'm in law school, so I'm going to become a lawyer and I'm going to work my whole life as a lawyer, become a partner. I felt like that was sort of the expectation that I also put on myself. Now getting a little bit older, I noticed, oh, that's actually not what I want to be doing at all, which is sort of part of the Saturn return as well. Absolutely. We, in our, throughout our twenties, we can get swept up in what kind of career we thought we wanted coming out of school. Uh, We keep some of those friends from school as well. We're still very much influenced by what our parents want us to do or what we think is right for us. And I think as we travel through the twenties and hit the late twenties, we can kind of turn around and be like, hang on a minute maybe that's not where I want to be heading. And hang on a minute, like I'm starting to see things with new eyes. Maybe I don't want to associate with those people anymore or maybe this industry or this career path. And with that, I think as well comes a lot of fear because you go, well, well, fuck, what do I want to do then? I've spent all of these years working on and working on myself and studying and training and building up, say, a career in a certain field only to turn around and be like, well, Saturn's whispering in my ear and I don't think that this is right for me anymore. Absolutely. And I feel for everyone that has to make that decision around 16, 17, 18 years old, like I felt for myself as well, because you don't really know what you want to be doing. Luckily for most of us, unless you pick a very specific path, you can still venture away from that. As you get older, as you get into the career field, there's so many different things, different options out there, different pathways. And it's never bad to have a degree, but there is so much time for everyone to figure out what they want to be doing. And it's also never too late to make a change. Exactly. Because just talking about degrees and that you might come into your Saturn return or into your late twenties, realizing that you do want to have some further education and you do want to take yourself back to uni and enroll in a degree to have a new career path. Which is what you did. I did. I mean, I'm not I'm not the best uh, example of that because I enrolled in it and then six months later dropped out because I realized it wasn't what I wanted to do. I was talking about astrology. Oh, I thought you were talking about university. Well, you did it a couple of times. I did it a couple of times. Well, yes. Well, yes, Dippers. Look, I went to university for six months on a bit of a wild goose chase. Then Saturn really opened my eyes and said, you don't want to be doing this. You'd rather be studying astrology. So I dropped out And I took up a position in an astrology school, a US school, actually, which was amazing. And so, yeah, during my Saturn return, 
I left the nine to five, I left a family business, I enrolled in university, dropped out of university, and then started to embody a lot more of my spiritual side. And I started studying astrology and traveling more. I moved house to a different part of the city that I live in. And I really started to change and mold my lifestyle to, I didn't really know where I was headed. I need to say this. I just needed to start making little changes and following this kind of curiosity and see seeing where it would lead me. And look, does anyone really know where they're headed? No, I don't believe. <laughs> Usually not. <laughs> but at my age now, at almost 33, I'm much happier than I was at 28 because I feel way more like myself. I'm, yeah, studying and working in fields that are way more me. So, yeah, don't be scared of the Saturn return dippers. If you are coming into that age, um, yeah, 27, 28, 29, if you're coming up into that 30, you would definitely be feeling that Saturn influence. And I think I should probably mention here, Friar, that I think we really need to let go of those societal expectations at this point in time. Like, what do you think? Definitely. This is something I felt. I said it in the intro. This is my, my birthday turning 29 a little while ago. It was the first birthday. felt a little bit bittersweet because I, and I don't mean any offense to anyone listening out there that is older than I am, but I felt old. And I feel like it's because turning 30 is such a big thing. It is in society, but it's also in my head. Um, I was just reminiscing where would I have thought to be when I was 30. I'm not 30 yet, but next year. And things come in the picture like marriage, kids, really settle down, all those things. And I feel like I'm close to that. Getting married in August and the children topic is being floated around in my household a little bit. But then I look at myself and I'm like, wow, I'm actually old enough now to do all these things when I walk around with my nephew for example people would assume that maybe you know I could be his mother which to me sometimes is wild it's scary (laughs) right because you have become that age where when you were younger you were looking up to you were like oh you know that's like proper adult proper grown-up proper grown-up and sometimes I I do feel grown-up but not that grown-up Honestly, I wish I could just press this big button, pause life for five years, because it's such a nice age to be in, in regards to being more confident and knowing what you want. And you've put in a bit more of the work, you've changed your life around a bit, or I've started in my sudden return, and you just want to bask in it before the next phase arrives. How do you feel about that? Because you are over 30. How was your 30th birthday? Was it a thing? Did you feel like this is big? Oh yeah, baby. I needed to have that photo of me looking hot, holding those big three O balloons. I had this image in my head of wanting to retain my youth and wanting to just have this hot picture of myself looking banging, looking 30, holding the big three O balloons and just like looking, what is it? 30, flirty and fabulous. You still look hot. Thank you, darling. (laughs) That is, that, that is what I wanted for myself. And I also, I also just thought a lot of people are very scared of the thought of turning 30. They're feeling old. And whilst I also felt that all of those things, I all of a sudden felt this like ticking clock in my uterus. I felt felt this pressure of like to make something of myself, to have something to show to society. But as well, I just tried to take all of that away and went, 
well, I just really want to celebrate turning 30. And so I ended up booking a beautiful venue and I had this big pool party and we had lots of cocktails and I got my gold balloons and I, yeah, had this cute little bikini. And so I, I'm really, really glad I don't regret for a second celebrating my 30th birthday because I think it's definitely something to be celebrated. And I also was in a different position to some other people that I know as that as they approach 30, like my twin sister, for example, she had a four-month-old or a five-month-old baby by that point. So her life looked very different. So I just said to myself, and I'm still saying to myself, because I still am not married and I don't have children yet, that I am wanting to celebrate this stage of my life. Uh, Just what you were saying before, Fire, about, yeah, really wanting to hit that pause button and flourish and enjoy this time I feel like something also changed in me with that turning 30 of giving less of a fuck of what people think and being way more comfortable in my skin. Do you feel like you are approaching that or do you feel like you're already there with that kind of energy? I feel like I'm definitely already there in feeling comfortable in my skin and, you know, I've made so many changes to my life and I feel like I'm really happy where I am now. And I noticed that I'm really enjoying this phase of life where you've made the changes in your life. You're sort of starting to land where you really want to be. And I just really want to enjoy that phase a little bit longer. I feel it's interesting that you said, I felt that a 30th is something that I really wanted to celebrate. I feel with a lot of people when they hit a big number like 30, 40, 50, 60, they would rather not celebrate their birthday. They rather want to hide and just act like it isn't happening. I feel like it's maybe because we get so attached to certain things in life or how we're feeling and we're afraid of the change. And that's why we don't want to see that number go up because time is ticking. It's also the harsh truth that things will not last forever in every shape and form so the real art is of course fully embracing that and I noticed that this year I had a little bit more a little bit it wasn't too bad but a little bit more issues with that I was like oh god I'm almost turning 30 in a year what am I doing with my life where am I at am I happy yes I am really happy Why does something need to change now? Because I do feel that urge that something needs to change when you turn 30. Even though I know deep down that it's not something that happens overnight. It's not one day you're 29, the next day you're 30, and then you have to have five children and a house and 100 cars and everything, all your ducks in a row. It's not like that at all. But somehow it does feel a little bit like that, or maybe a bit more that people look to you as someone that is a bit older not in your 20s anymore but obviously being a woman there is the biological fact that when you reach an age of 30 or above um, your fertility and everything is slowly going down it's definitely not going up for the majority of us and I feel like that is something that in society is very prominent as a woman you can really feel when you reach that age and you do not have children yet How do you feel about that, Holly? Do you feel that pressure sometimes as well? Or people around you having children and they're always saying now like, oh, so when are you guys going to have children? Definitely. I feel it a fair bit now being in my 30s and approaching the age 33 and not having any children yet. People are very surprised when they find out my age and 
it's almost like they ask me, oh, and like, are you considering kids? Like, do you know if you want kids? It's like they assume that because I'm in my 30s and I don't have children yet, that maybe it's something that I don't want. I find that very interesting because I don't feel in my 30s. You know, I feel like I'm in my 20s. I joke around saying I'm 28 forever. And kids is definitely still on the cards for me. I'm just not at that stage yet. But unfortunately, approaching that age of 30, turning 30, being in your early 30s, people do ask that question. And you do kind of feel that little biological clock ticking inside you, your uterus kind of being like, okay, when are we going to have a baby? And it does it does come into your mind, especially in your 30s, I feel like, because you do have to start thinking about, okay, well, what age would I want to have a child? And what do I what do I want to achieve before maybe I look at entering that phase? Um, do you feel the same, Freya? Absolutely, definitely. I feel like this is a whole different episode we can talk about on when you really feel ready for having children or not. If there is a certain moment that you feel ready, like you said, are there certain things you need to accomplish? Like we can chat a whole different episode about all these things, but I feel like I'm definitely relating to you in that way, um, almost reaching 30. I just feel that expectation from people around me. And it's also, I feel, a shift in your own mindset that you need to make. Like, similar to you, I feel like I'm stuck at like 25. I feel very young still mentally. And it's sort of that switch. I feel like if I would look at myself as an outsider, the way I am now, I would probably think, oh, you know, she's she's years away from having kids. I would probably think that. That's how I view myself from an outside perspective. But I've started to notice that people around me view me complete opposite. They're all like, oh, surely you're going to have a child soon. So I feel like in my mindset, there needs to be a shift. I'm like, those ladies that I was looking at before, 10 years ago, w- young women with kids, that's me now. And I think I still have to wrap my head around that. Yeah, definitely. I, I completely get what you mean, Fryer. Just in that analogy of winding back the clock 10 years. So you 10 years ago, you would have been 19. Where did you think that you would be at 29? I feel like back then I always said I want to marry when I'm young. I want to marry when I'm 24, 25. I want to have children by 26, 27 probably would have been working three days a week, part-time, drop back by then. Yeah, a little bit of white picket fence. That was really what I always thought for myself. I think the shift, why I'm not there at this stage in life now, is because I found when I was 22, 23, I was like, ugh, like you start working after university. Is this life? Is this all that you want? Is this just what you're going to do for the next 40 years? Yes, you're going to have children in the meantime, but that is it. And I just wasn't happy in that situation. So I made the changes. I went on my trip and I ended up here in Australia and moved here. And then I felt I just turned 25 when I came here. I felt like I could fully start over again. So I went through a whole new phase of exploration and discovering who I truly am and what truly makes me happy. And that sort of set the more major life events like having children back a little bit because I went back in that explorative phase again. And do you feel like you have failed 19-year-old Friar in terms of that you're not where you thought you would be or are you very happy to have morphed and changed and do you have that acceptance for where you are that you're not married with a three-year-old by now? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I'm very proud. I think 19-year-old Freya would be very proud because I feel like I ended up much more in alignment with who I truly am and how I truly want to be living my life than what I had imagined then. And I'm just really, really grateful that I honored those feelings around my early 20s of, oh, this doesn't feel right. This is not going to fulfill me. This is not going to make me happy. Because there were people around me, especially a little bit more the older generation that were saying, you know, this is just life. You just get on with it. Do you think I love my job? Nobody loves their job. You just go to your job to get paid. Um, you're not going to go around shopping for different jobs. You're just going to do your thing, just get it done, buy your house, have children. That's it. And you just got to find a way to make the most of it. And I'm just really glad that I didn't let external factors just decide that that was going to be it for me. And I even remember um, if I wouldn't have stayed in Australia, I would have gone back to university to study to become a vet, which is an eight-year study. So that would mean that I would have been 31, 32 by the time that I would have graduated. And I was so ready to do that because it's so important to live a life in alignment where you feel fulfilled and where you do not wake up every day dreading the day to come or thinking, oh, I don't want to be doing that. Of course, there's always going to be days or tasks that we don't feel like doing, but I just was already so fed up at 23, 24 of waking up daily, having to go to work and feeling like, ugh, I don't want to be doing this. And the difference between our generation and the older generations is the opportunity that is out there at the moment. You can work online. You can work from anywhere. There's so many different roles available for you. There's so much to see, so much to do. Travel is so much easier. There's so many people to meet. So I feel like our generation really owes it to ourselves to do what we truly want and to sort of break the stigma a little bit. We don't have to live in a world where we just have to conform with whatever is expected of us, especially by the older generations. Um, I know that some people say that our generations are soft and they don't want to work and all these things, and I don't really care. We just got to break the mold. Mental health is so important nowadays as well, and we just got to do what makes us happy. So what about you, Holly? Like, where did you think you were going to be, let's say for you, 10 years ago as well? So you would have been 21? 22. Are you turning 33? Yes. <laughs> Woo! Double, double digits. I love it. Sorry. They're 22, 22. Yeah, I think it's funny. I I always had little dreams and visions of the future, but I think in my 20s, particularly my early 20s, I very much lived in the present, which which was great looking back. And it's almost like I just kept thinking, oh, future Holly will figure that out. Future Holly will figure that out. I think I had this vision that I would do everything that I wanted to do during my 20s. And by the time I was 30, I would be married. I would be about to have a child. I would own a few properties. I would be wealthy. And I just think that I thought that there was so much time, so much time between 22 and 30. And as we know, time is time just flies. I am now sitting here at 32 being like, wow, if I was to achieve those things, my 20s would have looked very differently. I wouldn't have had as many adventures. I wouldn't have tried as many things. And I'm one of those people that I've had quite a few different jobs. I've tried a few different things out. I've done quite a few different studies, um, different sports, like so much. I've experienced a lot. And it's taken me a while to uh, accept that and bring gratitude to that. 
because I think it's easy for me to say, oh, if I didn't hop around and try as many different things, then maybe I would have settled on one career and I would be on a successful path and I would have a husband and a child by now maybe. But then I really sit with it and I go, well, that's not what I want at this point in time, which is really nice, really nice. I definitely have that acceptance because you can't change the past and you can't live in regret. Bringing that acceptance to, yeah, where you're at and making the most out of what you want from life right now is something that I'm really trying to prioritize. And you're right, our generation is different to that of our parents. Uh, We are more career driven, we're more worldly, we're getting out there and we're traveling more, experiencing more. Yeah, I know the older generation says we don't want to work as hard as they did, but I do think we want to work smarter, which I think that's a big difference. For sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not where I thought I would be. That's for sure. I also think that that's due to the fact that I had a long term relationship in my 20s, which didn't end up being Uh, what I wanted. So I exited that relationship at 28. And I was very much, I remember sitting with myself at age 26 being like, wow, I'm on the path to being married next year, maybe having a baby the year after. And that's not what I want for my life right now. I want to do more travel. I want to experience more things. And so like you said, you moved to Australia and you felt like you were restarting a portion of your 20s. I feel like I did the same thing when I exited that relationship I felt like wow like I'm 28 but I feel like I'm 22 again feel like I'm really starting my 20s again and I did more travel and I got out there and I met more people and I had more experiences and I'm very attached to that you know I I loved that time and I wouldn't change it for anything so yeah it does mean that I'm sitting here at 33 thinking okay well I really do need to start having a think about what the next seven years is going to look for me, look like for me um, in terms of children, in terms of marriage, in terms of settling down a little bit more. But I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm very accepting. I'm, I'm loving being in my 30s. They say that 33 is the age that a woman really comes into knowing her soul's purpose. And so I'm looking forward to the year ahead, turning 33 and maybe finding out more about what I'm here on earth to do. That is beautiful and honestly the only drama that we're having is not wanting to have the experience that you have. So it's beautiful that you can turn turning 33 into, wow, I'm probably going to find out more my soul's purpose this year, which is just a beautiful thing to do. You mentioned before that in your 20s you felt, I have all this time and you felt really young. Do you feel like that has flipped a little bit for you? Do you now feel like, oh, I'm running out of time? Or not get that urgency? Or are you just flowing with it? You know, okay, I need to do some things, but you know, it will all be okay. I have time still. I think I've gone through those mindsets a few times. When I, when I turned 30, I definitely had a big freak out. I don't know, like something shifted it in me and I just went, holy shit, I, I'm in my 30s now. Oh my gosh, I need to start thinking about having children. I'm running out of time. Like that was a definite shift. So probably 30 to 31. And then I calmed myself down, talked myself down, was like, there's no rules. I really embraced that Aquarius energy and went, you're going to be rebellious anyway. You're going to do things a little bit different to societal expectations. And so I think I've talked myself down and now I'm, I'm very much mindful of my body clock but I'm telling myself that everything's happening for me, everything's happening as it's meant to, and that whatever's meant for me will be, and I'm not running out of time, but also not to waste time. 
Mm -hmm. absolutely and i feel like that is the most important sort of conclusion of it all it's you gotta make the most of the time you're given you gotta make the most of every day that you have on this planet whether you are 19 36 65 it doesn't matter as long as you try to live in alignment with your higher self and with what you're meant to do and you feel a fulfillment for your life so i'm so glad to hear that you still feel comfortable even though you feel the clock ticking you're like ah I trust and I think that's the right way to do it and once again honestly we're all getting older it doesn't mean that we're above 30 like oh my god we can't have children anymore we need to be married that is all just expectations mainly coming from the outside that are just instilled when you're young exactly 30 you know that old saying age is just a number and it and it is if you didn't know what age you were if counting years wasn't a thing you would feel I still feel youthful I still feel like there's plenty of years ahead of me to settle down get a dog marry my partner start talking about children I still feel like I have plenty of time so I really try and take off this thing of you know, every 365 days, we add a number to our age. I'm really trying to let all of that go. If anything, just view it as time periods in my life and view my 20s as that time to experiment and run around and be free and make mistakes, make the most of being young. And now I'm in this next phase, I'm in my 30s. I'm trying to embrace more. I don't really care what people think. I have matured and learned from my mistakes and I'm going to enjoy life on a different level now. Do you feel the same? That comment, that comment just made me send into a spiral like of time is what is time, you know? Time is just a, a human made concept. Uh, I just wanted to go down that spiral so fast. Let's not let's not dip into that too deep because that's a whole different thing, but I totally totally agree with you. And Holly, you're aging like a fine wine, so you got nothing to worry about. Thank you so much, Dippers, for listening to us today, joining us in our chat about navigating our late 20s and early 30s. If you're listening to this and you've got a big birthday coming up or you feel like you're becoming a little bit more older, do not worry. You can still got all the time in the world. Every day on this planet is a gift and all we got to do is try and make the most of it. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we will be back and we will be chatting about protecting your energy and how to cleanse your space and yourself. Really keen to get into that episode next week, Freya. Definitely. Well, until our paths align again. We'll see you at the next dip. Bye.